This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Emotional Badass, where Moxie meets Mindful. I'm Nikki Eisenhower, your host, life coach, and psychotherapist. And on today's episode, I'm discussing the topic of misinformation. So I've been seeing this term all over the place, this new term of misinformation. And in my typical style, I don't like jumping on something the minute that it hits the mainstream media or social media. I like sitting back. I like observing. That's my introvert's spirit. Many of you, not all of you, but many of you identify as introverts. And that's one of our traits. We're thoughtful. We like to contemplate. We like to sit back and observe. Now, this is one of those topics that kind of stresses me out. As a trained psychotherapist, as a counselor, for so many years, I worked with people without sharing anything about my life, my opinions, decisions that I made, why I made them. All of that was private. Now, when people take the boundaries course with me, Sometimes this question comes up. They ask, Nikki, how can you be so open with your story? You'll share anything, but I, I feel you. I sense you as a boundaried person. And the truth is, I'm very open, very boundless with my story to use my story as teacher. Where I'm boundaried is with my time and with my energy. So when I share on some of these topics that are hot button issues, it challenges me. It challenges that part that goes, Nikki, why are you even sharing yourself? Sort of like that old cliche of like, no good deed goes unpunished. Like this can only annoy people. This can only bring blowback. And the only thing that stresses me out about that is me guarding my time and my energy in respect of myself, in respect of myself as a teacher and you as someone who's learning I only want to put things out there that are for the sake of learning and growth. And so what I'm trying to do is find the art form of communication that I talk to you about because relating it's, it's sticky. It's not black or white. It's not crystal clear. I'm talking about this because I know a lot of you struggle with this and because I do think there is a lot of manipulation of common sense. I think there's a lot of manipulation and fear fear that's warping how we think about things. 
I want to reiterate that I never, ever, ever am advocating that you think the way that I do or that you make choices the way that I do when I'm sharing about myself. I'm sharing to try to be genuine, to give you a different perspective, and to explain why I make some of those decisions based on my background in mental health and my own growth process. I want you to be able to critically think, to be discerning in the information that's coming at you. And I think we're entering a time where we really have to consider the character and the integrity of the people that we're following, the teachers that we're learning and growing with. I think there's a balance there, just like with therapists out there that were people. So there's a balance in giving grace, but also figuring out who do I want to learn from? Who do I align with and why? And to evaluate all the information that's coming at you, not just through the logical head, but also through your intuitive gut. Sometimes there are things that I don't understand in my mind for a long while, maybe days or weeks or months, and then something clicks in my mind. Often my gut knows something and I've learned to sit with myself and go, okay, I don't know why, but this feels right. This seems right or the opposite. I don't know why, but this feels wrong. I'm not going to go forward with this or I'm going to wait or I'm going to pause or I'm going to ask more questions. So I ask you when I share about this new topic of misinformation that you really sit with it, that you watch any reactions that come up. We have all since the beginning of COVID, I can even make the argument since before COVID with anger at Trump, I believe media has been pulling strings to get us to think certain things to get us to be tribal with each other in certain ways, against each other in other ways. Because this is the first time media, the internet, has ever been able to reach humanity in the way that it can. We don't know what the ramifications, the consequences, we don't know what these things are yet to our mental health, to our society at large, and on the nuanced level, person to person. So this is my attempt to offer why I think what I think about misinformation. It's okay to disagree with me on this topic or any. This is a skill that we need to move through the world with maturity, being able to feel through difference and sense character and sense what is good or what is right and follow that. And if we get more information that changes what we think is good or right, following that and allowing that change That is the growth process. That is how we expand. So this is something that I wrote and put out on social media that I wanted to share with you with my voice. I say about misinformation, misinformation isn't real. It is a propaganda term to push ideologies. Information, all of it, must be allowed. People must be respected to be able to think for themselves. It's arrogant for anyone to decide they are the arbiter of what information or opinions or discourse is truth. Invoking misinformation is an attempt at censorship and controlling speech, narratives, and the freedom of others to access information. I've had a 16-year psychotherapy and coaching career helping people escape and deprogram themselves from cults and manipulative or toxic family dynamics. My heart is heavy witnessing many with large and powerful followings suggest that the desire to manage what they think of as misinformation is noble. This is a dangerous, slippery slope. 
Be mindful when any group or organization claims to be the arbiter of truth. Being able to spot manipulation has nothing to do with intelligence. And some studies suggest that the higher the intelligence, the more susceptible to manipulation we may be. Good manipulation is almost impossible to spot or prove, which is why it works. I've had to study it to see it. Have you done a deep dive into learning about manipulation or propaganda? I ask you to consider that information is power, and it is dangerous to give that power away. Please do not encourage a precedent of controlling and silencing any information, whether you agree with it or not. Consider that many believe that the idea of high sensitivity or being an empath or intuitive is misinformation. Consider that many believe that astrology, Reiki, energy work, crystals, tarot, psychics are all woo-woo misinformation. How about natural childbirth or veganism or the autoimmune meat diet or keto? Various religions? Prayer. The law of attraction? Climate change? Chiropractic? Disagreement is healthy as humans relate through many differences. Controlling any narrative, conversation, or information is authoritarian in nature. Fear of any kind is never a good reason to give anyone power over information. Information is power. All information must be allowed, and history has never sided with censorship. Please do not fall for this manipulation. Maintaining our freedom to explore any and all information is essential. None of us get to live in a risk-free or ideal world, and none of us is entitled to our personal political ideal. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask them all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? Well, we hear you, and we have been there too. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. Who are we? I'm Dr. Jess Steyer, a public health scientist and also co-host of the Unbiased Science podcast. Every day, I'll chat with one or both of your new pediatrician besties. Dr. Dina DiMaggio, a general pediatrician, and Dr. Anthony Porto, a pediatric gastroenterologist. We'll talk about all the things related to our kids' health, from dealing with a colicky infant to navigating puberty in the teenage years. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, now live on all podcast platforms. Good intention doesn't get a censorship pass. Remember the old saying? The road to hell is paved with good intentions. Sometimes in life, we must be able to see the dynamics at play beneath good intentions. Now is one of those times. This is a group of people that identify as truth seekers and who have felt silenced a lot of the time and who are learning how to step into their voices for themselves, for their families, for their children to break cycles, for their communities or as healers. The only thing that I could add to what I've written, really, is that many, many years ago, 
50, 60, 70, goodness, what year are we in now? Very well-intentioned people tried to hide all that was positive about marijuana and look where we are now. They thought that information was dangerous and that they were protecting people from it. I can say the same about psilocybin and the same about LSD. Any of you can go to YouTube right now and search some old CBS Dateline type news broadcasts from, I believe, the 50s, where they're talking about LSD in studies healing alcoholism. They interview people that went through those treatments. I can vividly remember the guy's face who says, yeah, no, I've never had a drink. Like it's no biggie since he went under the LSD treatment. Now, this isn't something that I've come to just in the last couple years because of COVID. This is something that goes back to my childhood for me, that my grandmother would sit down and I could feel it from her. It really was guilt. She was of German descent. I think that was her way of making up. She owned a bookstore and she drilled into my head that censorship was always wrong, that it was such a dangerous, slippery slope. And this blew my mind as a kid. It blew my mind because I grew up in an authoritarian household for sure, one that valued controlling the kids, one that absolutely controlled what kids were allowed to watch and what they weren't. Everything in my life was micromanaged except one thing. I could go to the library and I could read absolutely anything that I wanted. This was directly out of the principle that Grammy taught me and Grammy taught all of her six children and 16 grandchildren. That information is power. And anyone that believes that they have the right to control it is trying to control you. There will always be better information and worse information. But we cannot give our power away. I cannot support authoritarian type figures. And if you want to control, even for the sense of the greater good, it's still a control, just like what happened with our hallucinogens, with marijuana, with psilocybin, and with LSD. And people who have wanted to study that and get that information out have been unable to for decades. The MAPS Institute out of, I believe it's South Carolina, Maybe it's North Carolina. I always forget and flip-flop it. But out of one of the Carolinas has been fighting this for decades to even get the right to be able to study it. Here's a quote from George R.R. R. Martin, author of A Clash of Kings and Game of Thrones. When you tear out a man's tongue, you are not proving him a liar. You're only telling the world that you fear what he might say. I don't ask you to buy into what I'm saying just because I'm saying it. I ask you to sit with it, move through this issue with your own critical thinking, and decide through your own values and morals and beliefs where you want to sit. There is so much in my life that has brought me peace and love, like the law of attraction, that many, many think is just absolute crap. I don't ever want anyone for any reason to limit my access to any and all information. I want to be able to find it with ease. I want to be able to digest it with ease. And I want to be able to come to my own conclusions or ask experts that resonate with my values and principles 
to help me come to some conclusions that make sense for my life. This is the deep responsibility of each individual, and it's daunting at times. Sometimes the inner child in me just wants a grown-up to say what's right so that I don't have to think about it. It's more effort. It's more thinking. It's more having to digest all of the information, and we can't possibly ever digest all of the information. We have to deal with the realities of this, the inherent flaws. This is a strong, strong issue in this information age. I encourage you to learn about history if you don't know what's happened with censorship throughout our history. I hope there's something in this episode that helps you hold space for yourself and yourself as you move through what happens in the world. That you can ground yourself, you can always learn more, and you can come to some conclusions that bring ease, that honor your spirit, your character, your values, but in a way that is healthy, not in a way that is seductive from the place of the ego. Remember, our ego loves righteousness. If you feel a flare in this episode or any of righteousness, my podcast or any other podcast that's challenging you or encouraging you to grow or gives you an idea that might contradict what you were thinking until you heard those words. There's a bit of information that we can gather. We can learn about ourselves when we lean into that discomfort instead of dismiss out of discomfort. Thank you all for being here supporting me, supporting my team. Thank you for being here supporting yourself, being the change in the world. There's so much to wade through. I hope what I offer helps bring clarity And if not, as always, toss what doesn't work for you and take what does. Light and love. I'm an emotional badass. You're an emotional badass. And together we are where Moxie meets Mindful. Bye-bye.